0: Good morning. Good morning, my dear brothers and sisters, clergy, and ambassador for peace. Uh, yesterday, I arrived in Denver, Colorado, and I had a lunch meeting with the Reverend and Mrs. Kendu, our Reverend and our Masako Thompson. Reverend Michael and Adonia, Hen, uh, Henrich, and also uh, the, they are the Colorado state leader, second generation. And their children at Poké Wall, owned by our church member, Sanghyun and Yumi Gang. We had a beautiful meal together there. And then Korean guy and wife is a Japanese. But actually, originally she's a Korean. Both of them are uh, really treat us very well. Thank you so much for your beautiful hospitality. Then we gather at the Holy Ground and pray together. My dear brothers and sisters, I am telling you good news. I met finally our Reverend Buizing couple. Wow, you know, first time I met this couple in person. I was so happy to see them. It was a group photo. Then we had a meeting with the members at the church. They uh, prepared a beautiful dinner. Yeah, so, and then, you know, our MC, our state leader, Michael introduced one by one. I had a chance to hear their beautiful testimony as well. Today, I'd like to speak with the title, The World's Parliamentarians Share One Heart from the contents of True Mother's Memoir. Please,
1: Heavenly honey read. Nepal has no seashore, but having the world's tallest mountains makes up for that. Countless hikers and wealthy tourists visit Nepal, as it has eight of the world's 10 highest mountain peaks, and it borders, passes over the very tallest peak, Mount Everest. But Nepal sits secluded between China and India, and the development of its largely agrarian economy is not keeping up with its neighbors. When I arrived at the Kathmandu Airport in November 2018, two dogs were napping peacefully on the waiting room floor. And nobody was shooing them out cars and motorcycles came to a sudden stop because far ahead a cow was meandering along the road only after she moved off the road did the traffic stop moving again this is nepal nonetheless large-scale changes have taken place since nepal encountered our movement for example an amazing event took place in Nepal in 2016, which was an unforgettable year for our movement's peace efforts. In July, hundreds of leaders in the fields of politics, economics, religion, and education arrived in Kathmandu from every nation in Asia. These distinguished men and women came to inaugurate the original chapter of the International Association of parliamentarians for peace iapp a project of the universal peace federation let us let me take a moment to introduce the iapp world peace cannot come about by human effort alone nor by the efforts of just a few many people from everyday citizens to high-ranking government officials need to overcome social class divisions and actively take initiative. Every nation in the world, small or large, has a Congress, a parliament, or a national assembly. It represents the people of the nation. Over the years, as I visited nations around the world, I repeatedly urged the parliamentarians who came to meet me to remember the precious mission bestowed upon them by their nation and its people. I said that when the people's elected representatives put their heads together and focus on what they can do to solve conflicts, peace will come quickly and naturally. I spoke of a world alliance of parliamentarians dedicated to the search for peaceful solutions. When I did so, parliamentarians would agree with me. This vision from Heavenly Parent is a starting point connecting the world's parliamentarians as one body. Transcending nation, race, and culture by aligning with the only begotten daughter, parliamentarians can work together to address the ills that bedevil human life. As I shared this vision, People close to me tried to educate me about political infighting. They asked, will leaders of different parties be willing to gather and cooperate? Gathering influential people and peacemakers is not an easy task, they said. All the nation's governments are fraught with conflict and strife caused by the divisions among opposing parties. I did not budge. I had not a shadow of a doubt that today's parliamentarians are ready, and I had faith that God would guide each of them to listen to me.
0: Thank you, Heavenly Honey. Trumada is talking about the founding and motivation of IAPP to establish this association. Trumada, a senior person from the international headquarters, when I was the Continental Director of the Asia-Pacific continent, really uh, asked me to, you know, need to have a serious commitment for this inaugural ceremony of IAPP. Since the founding of this IAPP, the Asian continent has become the center, and International Airport asked me to bring many parliamentarians to the Seoul Convention. In Asia-Pacific, many parliamentarians received education on divine principle and were active as peace ambassadors so they were able to contribute to True Mother's providence with their sincerity. Whenever True Mother established association necessary, necessary for the providence one by one, I am really always moved by True Mother's insight into the future and God's providence. Then we will study a motivation for the founding of this IAPP and then the word of True Mother at the time of its founding both today and tomorrow. So
1: uh, let's just study more about IAPP, please read. Since its inception in 2005, The Universal Peace Federation has worked closely with parliamentarians around the world in pursuit of lasting peace based on universal principles. On February 15, 2016, some 150 parliamentarians representing more than 40 nations signed a resolution to form the International Association of Parliamentarians for Peace. IAPP. This event took place in the National Assembly of the Republic of Korea at an international leadership conference. The founders of the Universal Peace Federation, Reverend Dr. Samyang Moon and Dr. Hakshan Moon launched the Global Parliamentarians for Peace initiative in 2001, based on the successful ambassadors for peace program. The IAPP is intended to provide local, regional, and international forums for parliamentarians to bring their experience and wisdom to bear in the search for solutions to our world's problems. Since the inauguration of IAPP in Seoul in February, regional chapters of IAPP have been launched in the Asian Pacific, East African, West African, European, Central American, and South American regions. A North American IAPP chapter was created in November 30, 2016 in Washington, DC.
0: From Europe, now on, uh, the, uh, let's study True Mother's message at the International Association of Parliamentary and for Peace Assembly. So please have any honey read.
1: True Mother's Message at the International Association of Parliamentarians for Peace, IAPP Assembly, February 4, 2017, Seoul, Korea. Distinguished guests, esteemed members of the International Association of Parliamentarians for Peace from 120 countries, it is wonderful to see you all. We all wish for a free world, a united, peaceful world. However, if you look at the current state of the world, walls exist between religions and cultures and borders exist between countries. Nations are moving further towards selfishly putting their own benefit first, hindering the pursuit of a united world. What happened to the wish that you and heaven held? Originally, the true owner of the world was God. From all created things to all human beings, all belongs to God. However, humankind does not know that. They do not understand the relationship between God and humanity. That is why throughout history, countless divisions and wars between nations have occurred. Nation's selfishness, in pursuing only their own interests, has pushed harmony and unity further away. This has been the history of civilization. When we look at the reality of the world we live in, we worry that we will be unable to say that the future for our descendants is a hopeful one. If that is the case, for you to fulfill your responsibilities is important originally god the creator made every other living thing and then made humankind's ancestors adam and eve god gave them responsibilities consequently all human beings today are the result of adam and eve's inability to fulfill their responsibilities however because of the principle of creation god could not just sit back and watch fallen humankind. Originally, God had a dream for humankind. God wanted to be the true parent to humankind. However, the ancestors of humankind, Adam and Eve, hurt God. They thwarted God's dream. Nonetheless, God could not give up on that dream he had when creating human beings. The dream of embracing all humankind as his children. Therefore, God developed messianism within the fallen world, so that a Messiah able to achieve God's dream and become the successful human ancestor could come. Thank you, Heavenly Honey. If IAPP is compared to the body, the
0: Interreligious Association for Peace and Development, IAPD, can be compared to the mind. Uh, in achieving the world peace, we must be aware uh, of the correlation between the, this IAPP and IAPD. Father said, you know, our human being has mind and body, that's why in order to make world peace, this the unity and harmony between IAPP IAPPD is very important. Because of God's ideal heaven cannot be achieved without a restoration to the environment, to the mother is uh, conducting outreach activities centered on UPF. Jesus also went in the way of the cross because the environmental expectation around him were not fulfilled. How difficult was it for the true parents to go down the road because they their Environmental expectation were not fulfilled in the early days. That's why now through mother using the our UPF as a woman federation, there are many kind of affiliated organizations. How to uh, make a substantial condition, the condition of the envi- environment. And based on that, our true paths can create more internal in the later one, create more. You know raising up even our heart and mind so that is the process of the god's creation and restoration so uh leaving divine principle uh, today topic is again human contradiction
1: so please have any honey to read human contradiction and the fall within the self-same individual are two opposing inclinations the original mind that desires goodness and the evil mind that desires wickedness they are engaged in a fierce battle striving to accomplish two conflicting purposes this is the human contradiction any being possessing such a contradiction within itself is doomed to perish therefore human beings having acquired this contradiction live in the state of destruction if burdened by such a contradiction from its inception human life would not have been able to arise the contradiction therefore must have developed after the birth of the human race christianity sees this state of destruction as the result of the human fall when we realize the fact that due to the fall we have arrived at the brink of self-destruction we make desperate efforts to resolve the contradiction within we repel the evil desires coming from our evil mind and embrace the good desires springing from our original mind we make desperate efforts to resolve the contradiction within We repel the evil desires coming from our evil mind and embrace the good desires springing from our original mind. Thank you, Heavenly Honey.
0: Therefore, uh, in order to remove contradiction, first of all, one has to know and be reborn by God's Word. We need to know God's truth, otherwise we do not know what is the my identity? What is the, my problem you know within myself? That's why we need to understand truth, which is a divine principle and God's word. And then secondly, you know, to remove our contradiction, we need to meet the messiah and be reborn and receive the blessing and recreate original sin. And then final point is very important we need to walk the model course with the Messiah to make Satan surrender. So our, our true parents only show the way how to overcome Satan. Our true parents, you know, created such a beautiful model course all mankind should follow. continue.
1: Nevertheless, we have been unable to find the ultimate answer to the question what is the nature of good and evil furthermore we remain entirely ignorant of the answers to such questions as what is the original mind what is the origin of the evil mind what is the root cause of the contradiction that brings people to ruin in order to water off evil desires and follow good desires, we must overcome this ignorance and gain the ability to distinguish clearly between good and evil. We have been unable to find the ultimate answer to the question: What is the nature of good and evil?
0: Yes. What is the nature of good and evil? What's the standard of the good and evil. Problem is, historically, the standard of good and evil have been different. That is the fallen world. This is a really big problem. That's why not easy to understand what the nature of good and evil. Difficult to distinguish what is the, what is the good, what is the evil. Because different by age, different by individual standards, Different by ideology, religion, philosophy; different by political inclinations; different by your leaders' inclinations. This is the really problems. Therefore, only the principle can define an absolute standard of the goodness. Therefore, without studying the principle, one cannot know for certain the standard of good and evil. The fallen world, the standard of goodness is always changeable, according to environment, according to the age, according to the person, according to their own thought, according to political situation, according to leader's character. Every time the standard is changed. That's why we cannot find the solution, you know, how to really distinguish between Buddha and evil. Therefore, you know, we need to really understand divine principle very
1: clearly. Okay, continue. Resolving one's contradiction is the most important problem. Countless saints and sages have come and gone throughout history, but what was their purpose? They struggled, centering on the purpose to become a true person what kind of person is the one who left behind the name of a good person they are the people who struggled to break through the self before struggling with social evil struggling pitilessly and more thoroughly than anyone else when the mind can claim to stand in a position of goodness and simultaneously the body recognizes this and when the body stands in a position to always absolutely obey the goal of goodness desired by the mind that person can become a saint and sage that can influence the historical world without realizing this no matter how much you assert goodness you are are unable to bear the fruit of goodness because one's real intentions will be tarnished it may seem like there will be a good result during the process but in the end it will bear an evil fruit this is an unrebukable truth therefore what is the biggest problem it is the self
0: thank you heavenly honey one most the saints and sages struggle with it is that they first made a desperate effort to remove their contradictions. However, although they struggled to find the happiest a happiness pursued by human nature, everyone's standards were different. Then why could not it be solved? And what limits did it, did it stay? The first reason they could not solve was because they were ignorant of the existence of God and who brought humans into existence. Saints and sages tried to solve the problem only from the point of view of the result, but they did not enter into problem of the cause. Therefore, it is because they did not know the purpose of God's creation of human beings and God's standards. Therefore, you know, to remove the contradiction, there is no way to solve it without knowing the principle of God's creation, the principle of the human's fall, and of restoration. In this regard, we should be really thankful to our true parents who sought sought out the principles by thinking about how great our principles. True Father said, he said, the biggest problem was myself. It is a matter of the unity of the mind and body. The second is the unity of the husband and wife. The third is the unity of the parents and children. The fourth is a unity between brothers and sisters. And the solution of the, all these problems is not necessarily human-centered. but God centered. It is also said that all problems can be solved, centered on the heart of God, not vaguely centered on God. Also, one of the great point of the unification principle is that the fact that it refers to the heart of God. This is the secret of uh, truly amazing history. It is amazing how the divine principle speaks of how miserable God is, how much he suffers, and how much he loves a human being. My brothers and sisters, we are struggling because we are, we, we are how to say, you know, we have that kind of the contradiction within ourselves, struggling and struggling and struggling. Evil mind and good mind always fighting each other. And then we are always following the physical body, desire, and finally commit a lot of sin. And then I can tell you one conclusion. How can we live without, without sin, sinning, without committing sin? How can we overcome our contradictions? What do you think? Of course, there are, we can say many things. If we knew how much God suffered for the past six thousand years because of the fall of our human ancestors, then no one can committed sin. This is my realization. Since I joined church more than 46 years, and then I study, study divine principle and read so much Father's word. Then what's the conclusion? What's the best way to remove this kind of the simple things and contradiction matter? How can I really uh, continuously you know, can go forward even though I'm struggling. What do you think, my brothers and sisters? Think of it as a state in which a great nail has been nailed, nailed to the heart of God due to the fall of Adam and Eve. And it has not yet been pulled out Therefore, it is important to know, how to know the reality of God. The conclusion of my faith is that if you focus on knowing only the reality of God's heart, you can solve all your problems. That's why recently, not recently, The more I'm getting old, the more I understand God's heart, and then I really want to focus the reality of God's heart. If I truly understand God's suffering, God's painful heart, if I really, really know the reality of God's heart, how can I commit sin? How can I don't care? Gotcha. How can I go own way? How can I say I am so tired? I find out top secret. What what are really giving such strength and power to our true father, true mother?
1: Because
0: they are the ones who really know God's reality of his heart. That's why as a child, we are as a blessed family, as a child, if we as long as we focus on the, the reality of God's heart, we cannot go back. We cannot give up. We cannot do our own things. All problem comes from where? Lack of understanding of God's soul of heart. If we really understand this point, how much we can upgrade in our life? Wow. That's why I really thank God. Then our true parents, it true parents, teach this most important content. We cannot learn from any religion, from any teacher, from any sages and sages throughout human history. Only true father share the reality of God's heart. This is really amazing. You know, people knowing God before and people knowing the Unification Church, we just believe God is Almighty God, so much a powerful God, omnipotent God. We do not know God's reality. What is His reality? He is no matter what he is my father and mother. I am child of God as a child and growing and growing become mature and mature, get to know what is the parent reality of their heart. Oh my goodness. Think of it as a state in which a gray nail has been nailed to the heart of God due to the fall of Adam and Eve. It has not yet been pulled out still carry on in, in, in his heart. How can we do our own things? How can say that Heavenly Father bring me to the kingdom of heaven? That, how can I become mature? How can we grow up? What's the key? Key is the heart. What kind of the heart? You need to know his sorrow. You need to know how much he loves us. This is a reality. That's why whenever you focus on reality, automatically you can go forward. You can do anything for the sake of the God. You can sacrifice. You can you even give your life to have any parents and true parents. Oh my goodness after 46 years only I realized this point. If I came to know more all how how it was good Oh my goodness so much regretful. I become more earlier. become much more earlier. I have more time to comfort him and console him. I could overcome any contradictions and struggles because, seeing my father's reality. How can I excuse? How can I complain? That's why all problem comes from. Lack of understanding of God's heart. Today's youth ministry. What kind of people does God deal with? This is also a very important point. My brothers and sisters, listen carefully. What kind of people does God deal with? Very important. God deals with people with high levels of heart. That is, high levels of shimjong here the level of heart refers to the level of filial piety toward god a person with a high level of shimjong is like god they do not change are absolutely loyal and know how to distinguish between good and evil at the time of Noah, Noah's level of Shinja was very, very high. So heaven chose him and used him as a central figure. The level at which God first looks at people is the heart. God sees a person's filial piety to, toward God. This is the standard of human judgment. Not by power, not by knowledge, not by external appearance. How to judge people centering on God's point of view? This is the standard of, no, what is that? Human's heart. A righteous person is a person who, after making determinations, Go forward, maintaining his or her initial mind centered on God's will at the risk of his or her life, even if everyone rejects them. God looks at the foundation of that person's original nature. God can't deal with people who are fickle. You are very much changeable, up and down so much. How Heavenly Father can deal with you? A person with a foundation of original nature has the foundation of a mind that cannot be changed even if they try. They have a strong will for what offer and what they said was right. They have a heart that can offer their life even if there are disturbances and complications we call this kind of person a righteous person noah was that kind of a person can you imagine that a righteous person is a person who moves centered on revelation received from heaven even when a hundred people deny them most of fallen humans move as others move They just laugh when others laugh and keep uh, pace with others. Fallen people are people who live according to their environment, not centered on the sound of their heart. God looks at people who listen to the sound of their heart and act accordingly. God deals with uh, those who act and decide by their heart even if 1000 people oppose it. And even if everyone denies it, God see this kind of person as righteous. This is because of such a righteous heart resembles God. Noah received the revelation from God and moved according to that revelation. He treasured the voice of God in his heart. And then someone asked father, why don't you give us more detail your testimony when you met Jesus? And father said, I don't want to share. Because you do not know the value. Very, very, very precious incredible moment see and how he noah keep his motivation he received the liberation from god that was really between god and noah no one knows how much it was powerful and he treasured the voice of God in his heart all the time. God entrusts the work of God to the righteous. He entrusts things that the world cannot believe. This is because righteous people live according to the order from their heart and do not care about others' faces, public opinion, and sense. So God made Noah build an ark that the world could not believe. It was very difficult to accept the request to build a boat at the top of the mountain Ararat. It also took 120 years to build. He is really a righteous guy, even though he received incredible inspiration and then commandment, the, the order from God. How can he keep his first motivation until 120 years? There are all kinds of persecution from outside, from his, his wife and his children. It is really amazing. That's why Well, was the best way to keep our life of faith. That is a really beautiful moment when we meet God. What kind of a people does God deal with? God comes to those who have a high level of heart. And you must be a righteous person who never changes. How then should we raise the level of our heart? How should we raise the level level and quality of our children? We must always follow the voice of heaven in our life of faith. Always need to hear the voice of heaven through your original mind. And then once you have some beautiful spiritual experience, once you are very inspired by God's word, unforgettable memory, important things are how to keep it. Those who are keeping, keeping, no matter any situation we call that kind of person, you are righteous. And as long as we know God will until the moment we die, We must not betray true parents and become unchanging sons and daughters. The only way not to betray God and true parents is to experience the war of God's deep heart that we will never forget. It comes closer and closer through practice of living for the sake of each day. My brothers and sisters, I will give you some tip. I need to practice loving people to raise the level of my heart. In particular, having a longing heart is the secret to upgrading the level of my heart. Am I missing God? Am I missing true parents? Am I really missing people? was the best way to upgrade my level of heart. We cannot meet God all of a sudden. Our portion of responsibility need to grow up day by day. How to grow up? Through loving people, through living for the sake of others, through sacrificial life for the sake of others. Always giving and giving and giving and people's suffering treat as God's suffering. People's sorrow treat as God's sorrow. When we truly loving people, God like love me. This is the way gradually, gradually, gradually I can reach certain level of my heart. Today we got a very beautiful guidance from our parents. What kind of people does God deal with? Those who have a high-level standard of our heart. God dealing with that kind of person. We call it they are trillion sons and daughters. Thank you very much.